Welcome to the one-year journey through the Holy Bible. Let's pray to the Holy Spirit to open our hearts and minds to hear and understand and live the Word of God. Holy Spirit, come into my mind, my heart, and my spirit so that as I read your Word, let me understand, know, and love you better. Bless me to be a faithful disciple to apply your Word to my life. Make me a light shining upon all those in darkness. As I read the Word of God, enlighten my mind and kindle my heart with a deeper love for you and the people around me. Amen. Today we'll be reading Numbers chapter 33 to 36. Chapter 33 Stages of the Journey The following are the stages by which the Israelites went out by companies from the land of Egypt under the guidance of Moses and Aaron. <coughs> Moses recorded the starting points of the various stages at the directions of the Lord. These are the stages according to their starting points. They set out from Ramesses in the first month, on the fifteenth day of the first month. On the day after the Passover, the Israelites went forth in triumph in view of all Egypt. While the Egyptians buried those whom the Lord had struck down, every firstborn on their gods too, the Lord executed judgments. From Egypt to Sinai Setting out from Ramesses, the Israelites camped at Succoth. Setting out from Succoth, they camped at Etham near the edge of the wilderness. Setting out from Etham, they returned. They turned back to Pihar, Piharathoth, which is the opposite of Baal Zephon, and they camped opposite of Migdol. Setting out from Piharoth, they crossed over through the seas into the wilderness, and after they traveled a three days' journey in the wilderness of Etham, they camped at Mara. Setting out from Mara, they came to Elim. At Elim, there were twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees, and they camped there. Setting out from Elim, they camped beside the Red Sea. Setting out from the Red Sea, they camped in the wilderness of Sin. Setting out from the wilderness of Sin, they camped at Dobka. Setting out from Dobka, they camped at Alush. Setting out from Alush, they camped at Rephidim, where there was no water for the people to drink. Setting out from Rephidim, they camped in the wilderness of Sinai. From Sinai to Kadesh. Setting out from the wilderness of Sinai, they camped at Kiboratha Havda. Setting out from Kiboratha Havda, they camped at Hezroth. Setting out from Hezroth, they camped at Rithma. Setting out from Rithma, they camped at Rimon Perez. Setting out from Ramon Perez, they camped at Libna. Setting out from Libna, they camped at Risa. Setting out from Risa, they camped at Kahalath. Setting out from Kahalath, they camped at Mount Shepher. Setting out from Mount Shepher, they camped at Harada. Setting out from Harada, they camped at Mechaloth. Setting out from Mechaloth, they camped at Tahath. Setting out from Tahat, they camped to Terra. Setting out from Terra, they camped at Mithka. Setting out from Mithka, they camped at Hashmana. Setting out from Hashmana, they camped at Mosroth. Setting out from Mosroth, they camped at Beni Jakan. Setting out from Beni Jakan, they camped at Mount Giddad. Setting out from Mount Giddad, they camped at Jokbat. Setting out from Jokbat, they camped at Abrona. Setting out from Abrona, they camped at Ezion Geber. 
setting out from Ezion and Geber, they camped in the wilderness of Zin, that is, Kaddish, from Kaddish to the plains of Moab. Setting out from Kaddish, they camped at Mount Hor on the, bo- on the border of the land of Edom. Aaron the priest ascended Mount Hor at the Lord's direction, and there he died in the fortieth year after the departure of the Israelites from the land of Egypt on the first day of the fiftieth month. Aaron was 123 years old when he died at Mount Hor. When the, when the Canaanites, the king of Arad, who ruled over Neg. Nekeb in the land of Canaan heard that the Israelites were coming, setting out from Mount Hor they camped at Zalmona. Setting out from Zalmona they camped at Punan. Setting out from Punan they camped at Oboth. Setting out from Oboth they camped at Li Abrim at the border of Moab. Setting out from Li Abrim they camped at Dibon Gad. Setting out from Dibon Gad they camped at Almon Dibala. Setting out from Almon Dubalam, they camped in the Abiram Range opposite Nebo. Setting out from the Abiram Range, they camped in the plains of Moab by the Jordan opposite Jericho. They camped by Jordan on the plains of Moab, extended by, extended from Beth Jeshimoth to Abel Shitham. Conquest and Division of Canaan. The Lord spoke to Moses on the plains of Moab by Jordan, opposite Jericho. Speak to the Israelites, and say to them, When you go across the Jordan into the land of Canaan, dispossess all the inhabitants of the land before you. Destroy all their stone figures, destroy all their molten images, and demolish all their high places. You will take possession of the land and settle in it, for I have given you the land to possess. You will apportion the land among yourselves by lot, clan by clan, assigning land, a large land heritage to a large clan and a small heritage to a small clan. Wherever anyone's lot falls, there will his possession be, and you will apportion these shares within your ancestral tribe. But if you do not dispossess the inhabitants of the land before you, those whom allowed to remain will become harps in your eyes and thorns in your sides, and they will harass you in the land where you live. And I will treat you just as I tr- intended to treat them. <coughs> Chapter 34 The Boundaries The Lord spoke to Moses, Give the Israelites this order. When you enter the land of Canaan, this is the territory that shall fall to you as your heritage, the land of Canaan with its boundaries. Your southern boundary will be at the wilderness of Zin, along the border of Edom. On the east side of your southern boundary will begin at the end of the Salt Sea. Then your boundary will turn south of the Akbaram Pass and cross Zin. Terminating south of Kaddish Burna, it extends to Hazar Adar and crosses to Asmon. Then the boundary will turn from Asmon to the Wadi of Egypt and terminate at the sea. For your western boundary, you will have the Great Sea with its coast. This will be your western boundary. This will be your boundary on the north. From the Great Sea, you will draw a line to Mount Tor and draw it from Mount Hor to Lebanoth, with the boundary terminating at Zigdad. Then the boundary extends to Ziphron and terminates at Hazar and on. This will be your northern boundary. For your eastern boundary, you will draw a line from Hazar Enon to Shepham. From Shepham, the boundary will go down to Reba, the son of the east of Ain, and 
descending further, the boundary will strike the ridge of the east coast and the east side of the Sea of Chirineth. Then the boundary will descend along the Jordan and terminate with the Salt Sea. This will be your land with the boundaries that surround it. Moses also gave this order to the Israelites. This is the land to be proportioned among you by lot, which the Lord has commanded to be given to the nine and a half tribes. For the tribes of the Reubenites, according to their ancestral houses, and the tribes of the Gadites, according to their ancestral houses, as well as half of Manasseh's tribe, have already received their heritage. These two and a half tribes have received their heritage across the Jordan opposite Jericho in the east towards the sunrise. Supervisors of the Allotment The Lord spoke to Moses, These are the names of the men who shall apportion the land among you, Eliezer the priest and Joshua the son of Nun. Chapter 35 The Cities for the Levites The Lord spoke to Moses on the plains of Moab by Jordan opposite Jericho, Command the Israelites out of the heritage they possess to give the Levite cities to dwell in. You will also have the Levites the pasture give the Levites to the pasture land around the cities. Their cities will be for them to dwell in, and the pasture lands will be for their cattle, their flocks, and all their honored animals. The pasture lands of the cities will be assigned to the Levites that shall extend a thousand cubits out from the city walls in every direction. You will measure out 2,000 cubits outside the city along the east east side, 2,000 cubits along the south side, 2,000 cubits along the west side, and 2,000 cubits along the north side, with the city lying in the center. These will be the pasture lands for their cities. Now, these are the cities you will give to the Levites, the six six cities of Elad. which you must establish for the homicide to run to, and in addition, 42 other cities, a total of 48 cities with their pasture lands, which you shall assign to the Levites. In assigning the cities from what the Israelites possess, take more from a larger group and fewer from a smaller one, so that each will cede cities to the Levites in proportion to the heritage which it receives. Cities of Elisim <coughs> cities of asylum the lord said to moses speak to israelites and say to them when you go across the jordan into the land of canaan select for yourselves cities to serve as cities of asylum where a homicide who has killed someone inadvertently may flee these cities will serve you as places of asylum from the avenger of blood so that a homicide will not be put to death until tried before the community as to the cities you assign you will have six cities of as of asylum you will designate three cities beyond the jordan and you will designate three cities in the land of canaan these will be the cities of asylum these six cities will serve as places for the asylum for the israelites and for the resident of transient aliens among them so that anyone who has killed a person inadvertently may flee there murder and manslaughter if someone strikes another with an iron instrument and causes death that person is a murderer the murderer must be put to death. If someone strikes another with a death-dealing stone in the hand and death results, that person is a murderer, and the murderer must be put to death. Or if someone strikes another with a death-dealing club in the hand and death results, that person is a murderer, and the murderer must be put to death. 
The Avenger of Blood is the one who will kill the murderer, putting the individual to death on sight. <clears throat> if someone pushes another out of hatred and throws something from an ambush and death results, or strike another with a hand out of enmity and death results, the assailant must be put to death as a murderer. <clears throat> The Avenger of Blood will kill the murderer on sight. However, if someone pushes another without malice, a fourth throat, or without lying in ambush, throws some object at one another without seeing drops upon another, some death-dealing stone and death results, although there was neither enmity nor malice, then the community will judge between the assailant and the Avenger of Blood in accordance with these norms. The community will deliver the homicide from the Avenger of Blood and the community will return the homicide to the city of Asylum where the latter has fled and the individual will stay there until the death of the high priest who has been anointed with sacred oil. If the homicide leaves at all the bounds of the city of Asylum to which flight has been made and it is found by the Avenger of Blood beyond the bounds of the city's civilized asylum, and the Avenger of Blood kills the homicide, the Avenger incur incurs no blood guilt. For the homicide was required to stay in the city of Asylum until the death of the High Priest. Only after the death of the High Priest may the homicide return to the land of the homicide's possession. This is a statute for you throughout all your generations, wherever you live, for rendering judgment. Judgment Whenever someone kills another, the evidence of witnesses is required to kill the murderer. A single witness does not suffice for putting a person to death. No identity. You will not accept compens compensation in place for the life of a murderer who deserves to die, but that person must be put to death. Nor will you accept compensation to allow one who has fled to a city of asylum to return to live in the land before the death of the high priest. You will not pollute the land where you live. For bloodshed pollutes the land, and the land can have no expiation. For the, land, for the blood shed on it, except through the blood of the one who shed it. Do not defile the land in which you live, in the midst of which I dwell. For the Lord dwells in the midst of the Israelites. Chapter 36 Inheritance of Daughters the heads of the ancestral house of the clans of the descendants of Gilead, the son of Mature, the son of Manasseh, one of the Josephite clans, came and spoke before Moses and Elias of the priest, before the leaders who were the heads of the ancestral house of the Israelites. They said, The Lord commanded my Lord to approach to apportion the land by lot for heritage among the Israelites, and my Lord was commanded by the Lord to give the heritage of Zelophad, her kinsmen, to his daughters. But if they marry into one of the other Israelite tribes, their heritage will be withdrawn from our ancestral heritage and will be added to that of one of the tribes into which they marry. Thus the heritage that fell to us by lot will be diminished. When the Israelites celebrate the Jubilee year, the heritage of these women will be added to that tribe into which they marry, and their heritage will be withdrawn from that of our ancestral tribe. So Moses commanded the Israelites at the direction of the Lord. The tribe of the Josephites are right in what they say. This is what the Lord commands with regard to the daughters of Zelophad. They may marry anyone they please, provided they marry into a clan of their ancestral tribe, so that no heritage of the Israelites will 
pass from one tribe to another, but all the Israelites will remain their own ancestral heritage. Every daughter who inherits property of any Israelite tribes will marry someone belonging to a clan of her own ancestral tribe, in order that all the Israelites may remain in possession of their own ancestral heritage. Thus, no heritage will pass from one tribe to another, but all the Israelite tribes will retain their own ancestral heritage. The daughters of Zelophehad did not exact did exactly as the Lord commanded Moses. Mala, Tirzah, Hoglag, Milka, Noah, Zelophehad's daughters, Mary's son of their uncles, their father's side, and married with the clans of the descendants of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, and the heritage remained in the tribe of their father's clan. Conclusion These are the commandments and decisions which the Lord commanded the Israelites and Moses on the plains of Moab beside Jericho besides the Jordan opposite Jericho. The word of the Lord.